I recently did a press conference, maybe about a couple months ago, and we were talking about the conditions of the neighborhood where my office space is. And one of the shirts I wore was well-behaved women really make history. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) and I got a great response from a lot of reporters and city officials that they even wanted the shirts for their daughters. And I just think just, you know, just sending that message subtly because you use your shirt as a billboard. It's like, I got to keep wearing my truth. Even when I don't want to speak my truth, I could just wear it. Like I'm, this is how I'm feeling today. Just read my shirt. (laughs) Welcome to keep going a podcast from Azuma that shares motivational stories from small business owners. I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts for this episode. Today, we're talking with Camila, the owner of a social justice t-shirt shop, Amy's Fresh Teas. Camila, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So Camila, you're from Portland, Oregon. Can you tell us a little bit of what it was like to grow up there? And if you ever thought that one day you'd become an entrepreneur? Yeah, I grew up in the Albina district, which was rich in culture and diversity. I lived really close to Unthink Park, and I am the third generation Black woman in my family to live in Portland, and also the first Black woman in my family to become an entrepreneur. Great. Good job. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. And I get the entrepreneur spirit, I believe, from my grandfather because he owned several businesses in the Albina District. Okay. Very cool. What, in your experience... Do you feel spurred you in this direction and to take the leap into the small business world? Yeah, well, I would say growing up in a diverse neighborhood, I really didn't experience racism. It wasn't until my adulthood and to when I entered in corporate America and also to when my children were part of the education system at a local school. That is when I start seeing a lot of racism, microaggression and implicit biases. That's kind of what prompted me to start Mimi's Fresh Teas. So you're seeing these things happen and you're feeling prompted to go about and start your business. How did you actually go about starting the business from there then after you had that idea? So just to dive a little deeper, I was a PTA executive at a local school here in Portland. My title was the Vice President of Racial Equity and Inclusion. And the reason I took that title on is because I read a lot of the statistics, uh, disproportionately discipline of black and brown children, the reading disparities, how the education was failing our children. And I just felt like I had to be there and be a voice for not just my children, but other children of color whose parents could not even attend the meetings. In most cases, I was the only black woman in a lot of those meetings. And I was just so exhausted of just speaking my truth and trying to get people to understand why this matters, why we need the funding for reading initiatives, our community engagement events. That was when I came up with the concept, well, what if I could just wear my truth? So that's where Mimi's Fresh Teas started. Oh, that's great. Also, too, in addition to me starting, we had our first Black History Remix play, and I made my very first image in t-shirts during that play, and it was this beautiful silhouette of this Black woman with an afro and inside of the silhouette is stated black history remix a tale from past present and future 
And it was just an amazing play. The kids played an instrumental role in the play. They wrote their own scripts. They created the sets for the play. And it was just really an amazing experience. So that is where my first t-shirt came to. So had you ever made any clothing before? How did you know how to make a t-shirt? I did a lot of research, but I have over 10 years experience in retail and as a visual merchandiser. So it just kind of came natural to me. I always had a creative spirit and I've always wanted to do something creative. And I majored in, well, I didn't major in art, but I did take some art classes when I was at Portland State and PCC. So it just kind of circled back to creating social justice and women empowerment, but also just making a statement with art. Very cool. A lot of small businesses start with someone's passion or some purpose, some meaning, but few probably with as much urgency or passion that you've got behind your small business. Do you feel like that continues to fuel you as you go forward in this business endeavor? There is a joke with us entrepreneurs. We was like, we didn't want to work nine to five, but now we're working 24 hours. (laughs) And... But you know what is what we love is what we're passionate about and just providing that love and just sense of people wearing their truth in the community. I just love seeing that. And that is what just keeps me going. Just to tell you a quick story, my cousin was in the store and she had one of my shirts on and the lady knew she was like, is that a Mimi's Fresh Tees shirt? So just sending those positive messages out, you know, also the messages about just the things that we need to change as a society. I think it's just the main purpose and focus and foundation of my business is social justice and women empowerment and just sharing that love and empowerment with the community. Oh, that's great. So Camila, have there been instances in your life that you've had to you know, stand up and wear your truth and say your truth that you'd be willing to share with us? There has been um, <laughs> several moments where I had to just stand up and wear my truth. I recently did a press conference, maybe about a couple months ago, and we were talking about the conditions of the neighborhood where my office space is. And one of the shirts I wore was well-behaved women rarely make history. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and I got a great response from a lot of reporters and city officials that they even wanted the shirts for their daughters. And I just think just, you know, just sending that message subtly because you use your shirt as a billboard. It's like, I got to keep wearing my truth. Yeah. Even when I don't want to speak my truth, I could just wear it. Like I'm, this is how I'm feeling today. Just read my yeah. shirt. <laughs> I'm glad you were the kind one to, for this. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I love the concept of what you're trying to do with everything. It's one thing to have an idea and to create a t-shirt or something like that, but it's a whole other thing to like take it and make it a business. And you come across things that you weren't necessarily expecting when you started out. Maybe you started out and you're like, I just wanted to make t-shirts so people could wear their truth. But now I'm doing this, 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 and this. How did that experience play out for you? Well, I would say that I had a great mentor a really good friend of mine. He was a locally owned business and, you know, he just believed in me. And my mother, too, believed in me. She just recently passed away, but she also gave me seed money. She let me use her credit card for the first batch of my shirts. 
they gave me the courage to start my business because I always had great ideas in the past, but I never quite had the courage to start. And just having people believe in you and knowing that you're making a change in the community is really how I got started. It's nice when you have some resources to draw on, but it takes a lot of courage, like you mentioned, to actually just go out there and do it. So we applaud you for that. It's really, really admirable for you to take that step. Thank you. We understand that during the pandemic and during the wake of the George Floyd protest, that was kind of a crucible moment for you. How did that shape your experience? Well, I would say it was a good thing that I had already had everything online. So I didn't have to switch my business from in-person to online because I was already online. Uh, I was working out of my home though at the time. And I had an interview on Coin6, me and my daughter, you know, just to bring awareness to my company. I got a great response from the community, but I also got some really horrifying mail sent to me that was just, I couldn't believe that this person was just so evil. You know, it had racial slurs in there and it threatened me and my daughter. It was Uh just awful. But we combated that with, you know, making sure my family was safe first and foremost, but also too, I mean, my community just showed up with love. That is where we started a love over hate campaign in Portland. Okay. Oh, wow. Tell us a little bit more about that. So the Love Over Hate campaign is this beautiful image of like a huge red heart with a raised fist. And she has bracelets on her fist. And it says unity, equity, inclusion, liberty, freedom. And I mean, if you drive around Portland, you'll see a lot of the yard signs and uh, business signs. But also, too, there is a T-shirt for that as well. Okay. Yeah. And we really wanted just to blanket Portland with these yard signs to take back our neighborhood against hate. And it's for anyone who experienced hate in the community. And they know that this house that has a yard sign or this business that has this yard sign is a safe haven for them to go in the community. And then we also encompass love letters with that as well, because I received so many love letters from when I got those awful letters. I received so many love letters from community members, people I didn't even know, just supporting and saying that they love our business and they have our back. And one message that really stuck with me was from my kids' old principal. And she said, you know what, when they came for you, they came for all of us. It was just a beautiful way for me to take back something that someone tried to take from me and destroy me. And we turned it into love and to unity and to coming together as a community. That's great. In business, you know, obviously in your work, but also in others, it's amazing how you can have hundreds or thousands of customers out there that are happy with what you're doing. But the one that is upset or having a problem, for some reason, like it takes a thousand goods to offset that one bad. But I think you found the truth that it's important not to let that one bad slow you down or stop you from moving forward and giving yourself credit for all of the good you are doing, even if you're not pleasing everybody. Thank you. Well, you know, one of the reasons... You know, I did a lot of diversity, equity, and inclusion work back in the day and also to today is building relationships and community building. We're all in this together and we all have to come together to go against bigotry and racism in, in our neighborhood and in our country. 
I was okay. thinking about the impact that those signs, you're talking about the impact that those signs would have on your kids and other, just other kids when they would see a yard sign and know that they were welcome and feel good. I, I imagine that also felt good for you to see those things out there and seeing the impact that you were having on the community. Oh, yes, absolutely. And then I got a beautiful message from someone. I don't even know who she is, but she just said, thank you so much for, you know, having these signs out and the T-shirts because my son, who's biracial, he was like, oh, my gosh, mom, like, look at these signs. Someone sees me. And I just thought that was just so beautiful. And, and you know, that's really what it's about. It's about, like, Someone sends you something bad, but we're turning it into, we're flipping it, we're turning it into good. So like my whole line, my collection of love over hate came from that incident. That's inspiring. That's really cool. Have you you had other experiences where you've seen people wearing your shirts out in areas and you've been able to talk with them and connect with them? And what's that experience been like? Yeah, usually I'll go to someone and be like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. I'm the one who designed it. I'm the owner of Mimi's Fresh Teas. And Sometimes a lot of people don't really even know who I am, and that's totally fine with me. But as long as they're able to wear their truth out in the community, that's really all that matters. Well, Camila, is is Mimi a nickname that you go by? I was hoping you would ask that story. So when I was growing up, my auntie used to call me Screaming Mimi. (laughs) So that is where... That is where my, that's my nickname. So that's where Mimi came from. Very okay. cool. That's great. Someone told me, well, you're still kind of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> you found a different way to do it. A different, <laughs> you yeah, get exactly. the word out still. Yeah. So what are your, if you think about Mimi's and what you want to accomplish going forward, what are some of your goals? I understand you've had international sales and you're getting a response even internationally from what you're doing, right? You know, I always wonder, like, wow, how did they even find me? You know, but Google, I guess, is a great tool. Uh, I just recently shipped some products to Canada during the George Floyd and the racial unrest. I had a lot of people tagging me from Australia and the UK. It just made me feel really good. And I knew, I just knew I was doing the right thing. That's I knew I was meant to do this work. Well, that's wonderful. You know, sometimes people who seem to be putting an effort to make things right end up overdoing it and really just getting angry, <laughs> you know, because I could see yeah. you facing some of the injustices and things that you see out there that need to be changed so bad. I can see how that would make a person bitter and, and upset and unfortunately mute their message of love. How do you maintain that in spite of the frustrating situations that you face sometimes? Well, you know, you have to take care of yourself. You have to be able to manage and maintain your stress because it does make you angry that someone would hate you just because of the color of your skin or what your business is about or the foundation of your business. But truly, I just know that you have to keep going. Uh, You cannot let anyone deter you from your destiny and your mission and what you're supposed to do in life. So I just do a lot of self-care. I do a lot of exercising, yoga, meditation, and the beach is definitely my happy place. So I go down there and I just sit by the ocean and just meditate and listen to the waves. And that is really what fills my cup. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, if we don't fill our own cup, we can't fill anyone else's cup. Right. So if you were to look at your whole experience from the time that you had the idea to 
that first t-shirt coming out to where you are today, how would you summarize that experience? What would you say about it? I would say I never envisioned that Mimi's Fresh Teas would have international sales, that people would know who I am in the community, that they would look at me as a leader, which I don't think I'm a leader, but a lot of people think I, I am. Like you are. <laughs> Sometimes I see one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never envisioned that. And I'm just so grateful for people supporting Mimi's Fresh Teas and sharing my story and to folks like you who are doing amazing work and, um, you know, just highlighting small businesses. I mean, that's what's going to keep us going. I think it's important for us to continue to work together as a collective people in the community. Camila, what impact has starting this business had on your personal life? You know, I would say it's had a positive impact on my children and also myself. I feel like my kids feel inspired by me. I'm showing them that you can do anything you set your mind to. You have a plan. And if you are passionate about it, you should do it. Life is too short. You never know what may happen. So you might as well follow your dream but just be smart and strategic about it as well. You know, like you got to be able to make a change because if you're in business, you have to give back to the community. You just have to. That is one of the things that my family sees me doing is giving back to the community and donating my time to, you know, sometimes speaking to young children at a local school. All of those things are important to me. That's great. A business brings opportunity, doesn't it? And you get the chance to... Either just try and uh, turn it into a self-serving instrument or something that can be used to benefit others. And it sounds like you're looking outward. That's wonderful. Yeah. You know, a lot of the work that I did as a PTA executive, one of the main components was community engagement. So we wanted to engage the community with school events and just do something fun, but also to uh, make sure that we could all come together when we had to have these tough conversations about the inequalities that our children face in the education system. So, yeah. So as you look back across this journey, this business journey that you've been on, what would you say to yourself, you know, as you were starting this business? I would probably say to myself, keep going. Don't give up. You got this. (laughs) (laughs) In some ways, when you look back, Often you think to yourself, man, if I would have known all of this, I probably wouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but man, you're, well, you know, you're sure glad that you've gone through it and it's definitely worth it. Not to put words in your mouth, but it sure seems like it. No, it is worth it to be your own boss and to create something pretty much out of nothing. And I would do it all over again in comparison to just being a Black woman in corporate America getting passed over for, promotions and not been valued. I don't want to go back to that. So (laughs) I am just like, I'm driven. Like this is working. Yeah, (laughs) We're going to keep going. Well, you're doing a great job. So well done. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing your business story with us, Camila. It's been a pleasure. And before we end, we'd like to ask you our final question. And you've actually used the words keep going a couple times in your responses, which has been cool because it seems like that's an integral element for you. But 
And so sorry if the question sounds repetitive, but it's an opportunity to kind of reiterate. So what is it that keeps you going in your small business every day? It's interesting that you ask that question because just recently I took a business pause, a sabbatical due to my mom passing. And, you know, I really had a hard time coming back to work and and getting into the groove of business and stuff because I wasn't going to keep going. It really just hurt. The loss of my mom really did deplete me. and It was tough for me to to start back into the groove of things, into business as usual. But I knew since she was such a strong believer in Mimi's Fresh Teas and how I started it in 2018, I knew she would want me to continue to grow and continue to prosper and continue to come up with new cool designs. I'm actually going to come up with a design in honor of my mom, Kathy. And I just knew I could hear her voice to say, you have to keep going. Don't give up. Wow. Wow. That's (laughs) awesome. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you taking time with us today. You've done an amazing job. You're doing an amazing job with your business. And so we're excited to see where it goes. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. If you or someone you know would like to share your small business story, please go to mazumausa.com slash keep going and fill out the form at the bottom of the page. And if you are looking for tax advice for your small business, be sure to join our Keep Going Facebook group and check out our website at mazumausa.com. Thank you.